<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. Um, I am your host and founder, JD, uh, also known as Southpaw. And to my right, as always, is the hot and funny one, Kat. I'm the my... addition to the show. I'm not a founder or anything. She's, she's the eye candy and the brains. I'm just here to fucking make eye shit candy. work. Well, yeah. You, you have like a... A very non-selective crowd. If I'm the eye candy, and I appreciate that about this show. Yeah, we we appreciate you finding me hideous. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> so tonight we're gonna bring on uh, Hubi Gatan here in a little bit. Uh, he is a tax expert. We're gonna touch on some taxes. We're not gonna spend the entire episode on that. Um, you better not. Just That's like always, it's going to be about. a train wreck. It's gonna be a shit show, and we're gonna enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, make sure that if you do want to talk with us, you're going to go to uh, StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Give them permission to see your name. Uh, it doesn't give Facebook any other permissions besides that. It's just so we know who's commenting. Um, you can also go back and see all of our old episodes on YouTube and any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Yeah, man. Um, make sure that you uh, finger blast that share button. Yeah, yeah. You give that a... What? You did share button? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I did the okay, share button. You got a Give that like button a rim job. Yeah, give that like button a rim job consensually. Consensually. Consensually molest these buttons. Yes, they like being molested, I promise. At least they haven't said anything otherwise, so, so I'm going to assume they enjoy it. Tonight, we are going to do um, a pretty heavy uh, beer. It's actually light beer, but heavy as far as the ABV goes. Uh, we're just, drinking... I just put away my pregame, so whoopsies. So tonight, it's the uh, Heavy Hands IPA. It's brewed by Spindle Tap Brewing in Houston, Texas. It is 8% alcohol by volume. Um, I like it, basically, and you can't see it in the uh, camera too well, but the can looks just like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out from the original Nintendo Entertainment Center. Yeah, it looks like Mario and everything on the can. And that's, that's uh, well, Mario was the uh, uh, referee for, Dude, the, for the Tyson. How old are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I thought. Fucking no, I don't remember that shit. I don't. So, so let's see what this thing says. Have not had this while before. While we're pouring this and everything, speaking of Houston, I just found out that if you're a Harry Potter fan, that you're having a Yule Ball in uh, Houston. So uh, just saying, why don't you Google it? I'm, I'm going to make JD take me or I'm going to go with my girlfriend and we're going to be the hottest. I'm going to have the hottest date there. Okay, this looks Logo's like gonna go with me. carbonated lemonade. Is Whoa, that correct? did you smell that? It smells it's like grapefruit like, juice. It does smell like grapefruit juice. It really does. Like IPA grapefruit juice. Now I'm scared. So we haven't had this. So you're about to get an honest reaction. You're going to, and our, her face doesn't lie. So if it's horrible, oh gosh, you're going right? to know. Earlier, he swears that my face told him that he was a lard ass. I don't, I don't think yeah, I did. I was, I was taking a bite of my lunch and she just looks at me like, you fat piece of shit. It wasn't degenerate a bite. It food was, addicted piece of fuck. He like, handed everything half a burrito into his fucking mouth and i'm like oh, i was i was mesmerized i wasn't judging much oh we got uh dr rob garcia joining us Hi, tonight rob. uh he was actually the very first guest we ever had on this podcast yes, and he, he is going to be coming back very very shortly yes, he will um All so right. let's try this ready dink all right Okay, I'm gonna have to have a few more drinks to let you know if I like it or hate it. I like the. Mm, it's real hoppy. <laughs> it's really hoppy. It just has a texture that I've never had with a, a beer texture? before. Texture like you yes. chew it. There's a texture to this beer, and it it kind of threw me off. I've never had textured beer. It's like imagine that regular beer is normal printer paper, and this beer is resume paper. There's a little bit of a texture to it. I don't think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm I wasn't sure. sure. Then I saw my face like camera and I'm like, I don't think I like it. I'm going to drink it. Yeah, you better. It's fucking 8%. So uh, yeah. I can't drink yours for and you. And I'm not going to drink it warm. So I have to drink it faster, which means I'm oh, going to Somebody get late tonight. Me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not including you, including you. We'll see you later. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and get our sponsors out of the way. That way we can uh, move on oh, to the shit show. We go ahead and let us know what you're drinking tonight. We'd love to include you. This is Tales from the Barstool, man. Pull up your barstool. Join yep. us. Grab your drink. Let us know. And if you're not drinking, start. <laughs> it doesn't have to be alcoholic. If you're drinking cranberry juice because you're a pussy, you can let us know. 
or you have a UTI. You could be drinking cranberry juice because you have a UTI. No judges. It happened. You can go on now. Um, the <laughs> amount of, of shit that I was about to say put my brain into vapor lock Sorry. because it was about to be really fucked up. Let's get the sponsors out of the way. Uh, as always, our sponsor is 5 by 5 Brewing Company, founded by Marine veteran George, George Rice. Rice. Uh, they are battle-born Texas-raised, uh, based in Mission, Texas, down by the uh, Mexico border. Um, with beers like the 40 millimeter Stout, Brunette Bombshell, and Fubar, it's no surprise this brewery is taking over the Texas markets from the Valley to the Coastal Bend. Uh, they're all the way up into the Hill Country, El Paso, and into the Panhandle now. They'll be in all the areas of Texas by the end of the year and nationally, hopefully by summer of next year. Um, they do a lot of stuff for veterans. They are 70% veteran um, employed. Uh, you can find more information about them at 5x5brewing.com, facebook.com slash 5x5brewing. You can call them directly at 956-445-5421 or info at 5x5brewing.com is how you email them. Uh, you, you can see we got some of their uh, cake taps behind us. Um, but before we move on to the uh, editing, which is Knucklehead Media, uh, you know, I kind of want to treat treat this like a spritzer and add some Sprite to it just to sweeten the shit out of it because it's like... <laughs> we don't have any Sprite, though. We don't have... Did you drink all the 7-Up diets? No, all the kids drink all my fucking 7-Up Zeros. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Little twat blocks <laughs> so i love them they're so cute so back on task it's it's, it's way too early to follow this far <laughs> out so um uh, just a quick reminder of who does all of our editing and distribution that's a knucklehead media group founded by marine veteran Stephen cologne uh covering all your podcasting and media needs from audio and video editing to strategy planning to global online distribution this professional team of experts takes your idea and makes it a reality while providing the knowledge and expertise to help you grow so, your audience and reach. Basically, what we're telling you is they're way more professional than us. Oh, yeah. And those, I feel bad for the editors that have to listen to this shit after we go live. <laughs> I don't anymore. And they have I to, did. I do. I don't feel bad for them anymore. But <laughs> at first, yeah, I definitely did. Uh, but you can find more information about them at knucklehead.agency. And then Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all knuckleheadmg. No underscores, no slashes, no dashes. Uh, just knucklehead.mg. And with no further ado, let's bring Tino. our guest, Tino. Tino, welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, sir, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a ghost energy sugar-free drink. I actually have to do some more work after this, so I got to... Is, that, is that watermelon? Uh, yeah, it's the watermelon one. That's my favorite, yeah. It's a ghost and C4 are probably my favorite. Yeah, but um, the watermelon, the sour watermelon from drinks. Ghost is my favorite. Yeah, that's good. And if you don't drink the beer, it's alcohol abuse. Oh, well, I don't want to be abusive, so. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm anything but abusive, that's what. I <laughs> Man, we just brought you on, and, and Dr. Rob Garcia is already talking about you. Tino is amazing at what he does. Hey. Uh, we crushed a Mexican lunch together once in San Diego. Great guy. So, you know, the funny thing is that uh, uh, Dr. Rob Garcia and myself are actually, I, I live in the Hillcrest too, and he knows exactly where that's at in San Diego. So before we go any further, let's go ahead and get a little bit of your background. Um, take about three minutes, four minutes of where you came from, where you're going, what you do now, um, what your profession is, because we're definitely going to be talking about that a little bit as we go, but let everybody else know what's going on. Yeah, man. Sure. So uh, my name's Tino. I... Uh, Entrepreneur, uh, amongst a lot of other things, I uh, founded JG Tax Pro back in 2010. Uh, I'm a Navy veteran. I did that for about nine and a half years, and I actually still work for the Navy, but I, I do both. So I have my side hustle business, and I have my federal government business. Um, I was a nuclear power plant operator, a mechanic in the Navy. Uh, did that, but before I got out, I started dabbling to figure out, you know, what was my next challenge, my next step. And uh, I got into tax because I just, coming from the Latinx community, uh, saw a lot of injustices with my family and then just a lot of people, a lot of veterans that didn't know how to get their taxes done. And so I, I really uh, started helping people out on deployments and stuff. And, and so one thing led to another, volunteered with the Navy uh, while I was on security clearance hold, waiting for my security clearance and uh, did the VITA program, which is a volunteer income tax assistance program offered by the IRS so that sailors can get free taxes done. And that's kind of how I landed in the tax business. Um, uh, from there, it kind of just grew. 
uh, started getting more people, more friends. And uh, <clears throat> from there on, I got my master's in accounting just because I wanted to be able to learn how to do the business better, just to find out that all I did was just get more new skills. And so um, some people had small businesses and asked if I knew how to do books. And so I said, yep, I do now. And so right after that, I rolled into a master's in business for veterans at USC. So I, that was the last thing that I did. So so have a lot of education behind my belt, all paid for by the GI Bill. Uh, thank God, because I couldn't afford it otherwise. And that's why yeah. a lot of service members joined the, the military to begin with. So. That's kind of what brought me to today. Uh, I've been, I'm a, also an auditor for the Navy. So I actually do work in actively as a, a professional accountant in the federal government and certified defense financial manager uh, with the Navy. And uh, I do financial statement auditing right now where we uh, contracted with Ernst & Young. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. And I also do teaching at night for National University. So a little bit of everything, have a, a lot of busy life, but uh, Definitely so have the ability to sit down. Yeah, two master's degrees. Is that what you said? Yeah, I got a master's in accounting, and then right after that, I rolled into a master's in business. Dang! See, uh, uh, everybody that's in the military knows about the GI Bill, and it, it is a great, great, great benefit. Um, I'm very fortunate in the state of Texas. They have what's called the Hazelwood Act, where if you uh, join the military in the state of Texas, you served, did your time, got out, um, they pay... 100% tuition up to 120 semester hours. Um, if you're 100% disabled, um, your spouse can take that. And then if or you don't if use it, your you're, children. Or if, if you're deceased. So if yeah. I want to finish my master's, I'm going to have to murder you. And then uh, if I don't use it, which I haven't, my kids can use it. So I'm going to use uh, those benefits to get um, all my kids' prereqs out of the way before we send them off to a big university. Well, except for one. Yeah, yeah, he knows which one he our is. Oldest, our oldest is uh, in JROTC. He wants to continue with ROTC and go through engineering and get his engineering degree. Okay. I normally don't ask serious questions, especially at the beginning. Yeah, man. But kind of not our thing. Being a uh, fairly ignorant white dude, what is the term latin x like what does the x mean on that like i am completely ignorant to I, i've seen it a lot recently but i don't know what the hell it means so the the latin x um and i'm taking a stab at this because i don't really know myself but what i know <laughs> of is <laughs> latin x is just uh they say latin x because uh it could either be latino or latina and so you don't want to hurt people's feelings right because that's everybody's kind of so it's like stuff. so it's like a PC term for yeah more more than likely I mean just you know you're you're referring to not just Latinos or Latinas because that would be I'm only talking about guys and gals when I say hey you guys we got to come here and do this I'm talking to the girls too in the room I'm not just talking exactly. about exactly guys so it's kind of you know it's like an umbrella term to just cover it everybody. Is an umbrella term. Well, but I'm one of those that's like, I'm not, I don't like just pointing at a problem. I like finding a solution. So good for you for seeing a problem and trying to be a part of the solution. So I applaud you for that because a lot of people are like, oh, well, there's injustices, but they don't do anything about it. So good for you for saying, you know what, they're uneducated with this or they need help with this. So I'm going to be that assistance that they need. Well, yeah, and everything that I do, I mean, it, it, it comes with the heart of a teacher. I mean, that's probably why I teach, but uh, even at work, I mean, it's just uh, everything that I do, I'd like to educate people because you know the more you know about your own personal finances and how your taxes work and everything you are going to make better financial decisions i completely agree we had a, our our friend who's a mortgage broker went through our bank statement line by line to see where we we're burning money like, that we did didn't you really need, need that water burger it was whole oh that was mean oh yeah he was brutal it chris was griffith chris griffith if you're on man. here god bless you man you helped us save a fortune but dang got us he, some good spending habits yes he did Except yeah, for that's the important thing, right? When you when you can develop that level of trust with somebody, with Chris or whoever, you know, it's it's important because you really begin to see and, and it's it's coming from a third person. It's not like your wife telling you, Hey, you ate you ate too much Whataburger. It's it's <laughs> someone else saying, Hey man, you spend a lot of money. You're spending a lot of yeah, money on this month. I think you know, yeah, having to be accountable to somebody outside 
of your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I told JD he ordered too much Whataburger, he'd be like, "What are you saying? I'm fat." <laughs> yeah, just like you looked at me today when you, when you were looking at me and you were like, "Oh, you fat fucking your piece of shit." Went in there. I thought they were going down. That you're trapped too. I was confused. Uh, hi, Mark, and hi, Clayton. Welcome to the show. Uh, hello. Um, <laughs> you know, California got, has a really good. Um, don't going you back dare. to the GI Bill thing. They have oh, a really okay. good benefit for veterans as well for CalVets. Um, it's not like I can't go to school for free, but my kids can. They can go to a state school for free nice. as long as they're zero percent disabled or more. And so it's good. they call it the Board of Governors waiver. And so you basically you go down there, you show them your DD two fourteen, and then they give you the Board of Governors waiver, and you send all the paperwork in. And as long as it's a state school like a community college or four year university, UCLA. You see Berkeley, don't matter. Then oh, you get your tuition waived. Yeah, that's how it is. So, the Hazelwood Act as well. So I have a question for you. So you said you have three kids, right? Two daughters and a son? Yep. Are you already looking at one like, they're not going to have to use that. They're not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're too small, right? They're nine, seven, and five. And they're all March babies. So if you want to learn something or two about family planning, come talk to me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm no. pretty sure there's there's one of our no, kids. Ours It'll be fairly is, early. Our kids are every three months, so we don't we we have them quarterly apparently. So we're oh, good. <laughs> Those birthdays are spread out, buddy. We're not broke in March. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're broke in October. Broke. <laughs> we're definitely I mean, broke in March. Well, March is I mean got three birthdays and it's like the height yeah. of tax season and yeah, everything's going on and business no, taxes are due in March. It's just nuts. Yeah. We're, we're broke because my fucking 14 year old eats three times as much as I do at no, every we're meal. We're broke in October because Halloween is in October and his birthday. So between those two, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Halloween is big. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anybody looked at our finances and saw how much we spent on Halloween. But March is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but March, we're good. <laughs> so you had a question, uh, another tax question. Yeah, actually, did. I, um, we scared. recently got a letter in the mail about. No, no. No, not our that. twenty no twenty one taxes about the kids. No, we got the letter in about uh, additional child credit, and I have no clue what the fuck. Why would I get a letter about that one? You're gonna ask about that? I thought you were gonna ask about the other thing. What other thing? All the IRS. Right, oh yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get on that for oh, sure. All right, all right. <laughs> so the IRS but that is question, yeah, a bunch of letters, and and they're so far behind. I mean, they're still working on twenty twenty taxes. So um, I mean, I'm sure you've seen all the news and everything, and. Uh, not not to make it political or anything like that, but uh, the, the current administration has a lot to do with the way things are going, and, and IRS has been underfunded for many many years, you know, and and, and it hurts, and it hurts in the manner that uh, customer service kind of sucks, and it's always really sucked as, as far as we've been alive for the most part. But those letters that you get, uh, the best way to validate those is you just go onto irs.gov create an account and you go in there and, and uh, you can see all the current letters that they've sent you uh but if you got a letter about the uh, child tax credit um it's basically you're supposed to give it to your tax pro so that they don't know what to do with it so any, anything it. You do, whoops all right so. whoops so i have a question regarding one of our friends um so our friend denver likes to crash on our couch and eat our food um at what point can we claim him on our taxes <laughs> yeah when when can denver be a, a dependent because he's commented and i know he's watching so <laughs> but at one point can we claim him as a dependent never damn it damn it <laughs> <Can't>, what, <laughs> unless, unless unless he's uh unless he's over 26 year old is your child and is severely disabled <laughs> What if, what if, yeah, um, so well, if he's, he's retarded. Two, he's two of the three. He's a dependent and he's mentally disabled. Yeah, he's pretty he's fucking retarded, so. <laughs> you can adopt him. Then, then, then he'd be Denver. Over <laughs> do, yeah. you, do you want a new dad? Denver, come on. <laughs> I'm going to make so him call me daddy at call, work. If, oh, if he's willing do. to call JD dad, uh, then, then, and he's retarded and he, uh, he's uh, living with you and he's disabled, then game on. Okay, uh, why does JD keep bringing on the boy with the high pitched voice? I know who you are. I know where you sleep. I will find you. Hey, hey, Pogo, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I have Mirage cities tonight. Like, look at my shirt, man. I'm a girl. How dare you? <laughs> See, I, I, I told you in the pre show that this shit would go off the rails pretty quick. It's not so. even my fault. Yeah, that only took 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty quick. 
So that's it. Just 20 minutes. So you kind of touched base already on one of the questions I want to ask because everybody's seen it in the news about and, and all the Facebook memes and all that stuff. How there's gonna be like 87,000 new IRS agents, more than double what they have right now. Um Denver says I claim as, all three. <laughs> as a, a tax professional, do you think that's overboard or is it actually kind of justified? I you know, as as a layman, I think it's overboard. I'm like, what the fuck do we need? You know, eighty-seven thousand well, more. Yeah. So let's just assume all that, because that's still going to get contested in the courts, right? So, like I said, we're talking about you know what happens in the administrations. They'll say, oh, I'm going to sign this executive order, and this is I'm going to throw it at the wall and see what sticks, right? So that's kind of what's happening. So you know, President Trump did it, and you know, President Biden's doing it now. So it's kind of tit for tat, and it's all political games. So they signed they signed this uh, uh, IRA, right? The Inflation Reduction Act. Part of that, there was this thing where they were going to hire, you know, they were going to give like $80 billion to the IRS. But that's spread out. If, if it's true and it does happen and it passes, uh, you know, uh, through Congress and everything, then it'll, that'll be over the next 10 years. So when you, when you parse that out, you know, it's, you know, how much are they really getting per year? And then on top of that, you know, the what we see in the memes and the news and everything is 87,000 new tax IRS agents or IRS employees. It's not just agents, it's actual employees for the whole infrastructure. So like I was saying earlier, uh, you know, there's the IRS has been underfunded for many years. And uh, why would you undercut their most uh, cash producing thing in your business, right? If the government's a business, the thing that produces or collects the cash is the IRS. Right, because that's where all of our stuff comes from. So, I mean, it's it's a uh, make of it what you will, take it with a grain of salt. Um, it, I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I know that there is in the one of the things that I read, there was a fifteen million dollar set aside uh, just to do uh, immediately, at least up front, in in order to invest in their IT infrastructure, which it badly needs it. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. So their computers will be updated. So my taxes won't take like four months to come back. Oh, it took seven months last uh, it was year. Seven months last year. But I'm just saying, hey, I'm all about that life. Like, give my motherfucking money. Actually, this time um, I got smart. Uh, my dad made a recommendation and he told me instead of paying so much in taxes, have them take out the minimum, put everything into a savings account, a high yield savings account. So then I get my interest and the government doesn't. So yep. that's what I did this year. Yeah, that's a good plan. I mean, if you want to have uh, a zero tax liability in the year, I always recommend, you know, and it's, it's a part of the planning, right? So like, what are your goals? For a lot of people, the biggest windfall they get every year is that tax return. So it's not uncommon to see 10, 12, $15,000 tax refund, right? And it's, you know, they may have, you know, three or four kids or whatever the case is, and, and they're having a, a buttload of money taken out of each of their paychecks. So that's because they want that that um, that tax refund because otherwise they know themselves and they know they're not going to be able to save. Got yeah, it. They spend it, right? So or mine is have- in a separate account where it comes out of my paycheck before I even see it. So we it's kind of out of sight, out of mind type yeah, of situation. That's, that's really good. So you're at a different and, level. And it now. gets, what is it, 2.9% or something like as that, which is way more than a regular savings make, account. So it's one of those where you have to make so many purchases uh, a month or transactions here. Or yes. So what I do is I have a few things that are like $2 uh and say, up to $6 that come out randomly through the month, but when I'm putting over $1000 a month in there, that's in the grand scheme of things is nothing. So it's yeah. It should yeah, it should yield us. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, "Hey, we're good. We're just going to let that baby grow and never touch it and we're good." <laughs> yeah, that's that's the 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 true oh fuck fund. Oh well, it will be yes, yeah. But as of right now, I haven't even looked at the. You know, I mean, I do. I look at my amount, but no. Other than that, nope, we're good. That's just gonna sit there and be a little nest egg at the end of the year. So, all right. So, as a tax professional, what is? I know it's gonna be hard to narrow it down to one. So we'll say like the top two or top three dumbest things that that a client thought was 100% true and, and you're like no you're a goddamn retard but you had to say it really politely <laughs> on the inside as per my last email <laughs> my last email <laughs> exactly so yeah what's what? like the most retarded thing like some Wesley Snipes tax logic 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give it to I him. can't believe you know about that. I mean, I guess he doesn't, right? <clears throat> uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of crazy things. I've seen, uh, you know, when people pass away, they try to write a bunch of shit off uh, on, the, uh, on the trust return, the trust estate, the state tax mm. return. Um, I usually see it on the business side more than I do on the personal side. Sometimes personal side, it's like, uh, I guess people want, um, when they did the switch, when President Trump implemented his uh, tax reform, uh, there was a lot of things that went away or they went on pause until 2025. And they were trying to write off like, um, uh, you know, oh, a common one is like businesses. It's like, oh, I need it to look good, you know, for my clients. He's like, no, you don't. You can wear that on the street. If you choose not to, that's on you. Um, but that's a common one, um, and I always have to educate people on, on why you can or can't. Um, so nothing like, I bought the John Wick box set <laughs> for my company. <laughs> Is that a tax write-off? Nothing stupid like that? I, I've seen, so like, I think the dumbest thing that I've seen is, um, I think a business just writing off all their meals. Like, they'll buy, they'll buy meals and they'll, uh, they'll use their, their company or business account or they just don't have a business account at all and everything's being run through their personal finances. So basically they treat all their income because they're independently operated. They're, you know, they're just like us entrepreneurs. And so they won't, they won't take the time to understand how to separate their, their business income from their personal income because it's the same thing. And so going, well, this is where you get to grow up and you get to take a little bit of money from here and you do like once a week or once every two weeks, you do an ACH transaction or a transfer from this account to that account. And that's where you pay all your, you know, your, your fuck fund money that you call it. Right. And that's where you pay everything from. But this one, you use it just for the business. And so I see a lot of that. Um, and a lot of people get it. A lot of people don't. And they just, you know, rather not so- do with it. I have a question. So we took a trip to San Antonio for a few days and every place we went, JD would like, you know, shake hands with the owner and talk to him about his side hustle. And he was like, I'm going to write this whole freaking trip off. He can't do I'm talking that, business. Right. You you can write part of it off. Not the whole thing, though. You better catch Boom. those receipts, buddy. <laughs> Boom. Hey, that's the great thing about the digital age is everything is is all the receipts are emailed. That's true. That's very true. Oh, hotel confirmation emailed. <laughs> Reservations for everything else. But that emailed. was under my credit card, so suck it. No, I did the hotel. I did the hotel. I did the hotel. No, you didn't. No. no well, I it doesn't matter. I mean, if if you if you have separate accounts and and uh, it was a legitimate business expense, then you know it could be. Uh, you know, you could just be a loan from you to the business and then you, you know, the business pays back. Oh, uh, that's the problem yeah. is we used our, our personal accounts for the whole vacation. Exactly. So the Next lesson time. we're learning here is when you go on vacation, use your use business, your business account, account for some of the purchases <laughs> and then you can write it off. That's funny. That's the lesson I took. Allegedly. 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 I like that. Oh, no. Tino said we could. I'm going to go to the government and yep. say that. Tino said Tino's I could. Tino's fucking professional. <laughs> um, make, make sure you consult your uh, <laughs> your tax professional. Oh, no. So, no, so you are our tax professional Mark, now. <laughs> Mark asks if if we can write off pew-pews for uh, business protection. What the hell are pew-pews? We, we can't say, oh, oh, you can't say that. Now, we're, now they're going to get kicked this episode from YouTube. No way. Yep. So pew pews. Water gun. Oh. oh. Boop, 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 Maybe. Boop, boop. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, that does that doesn't count. But me saying the word. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. It's the day and age we live in. You know. So actually, I did have that, uh, and actually, it was it was in our in our veteran community that it came up. We have some people that legitimately have, uh, you know, they're range masters or they provide, uh, you know, um, I know specifically, and actually they are in Texas. Um, the retired lieutenant commander, and she has a business where she teaches uh, uh, personal defense. Uh, she teaches uh, firearm safety, that kind of stuff. And so I was like, yeah, you can write off. You know, if it's used for your business, you can definitely write it off. But there has to hey. be an intent for profit. So. Oh, well. Uh, is it one of those things where you can write off depreciation over three years? No, no. I mean, it, I mean, well, that that depends on you, right? I mean, there's 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 all kinds of depreciation you could do. You could depreciate a, a lot, you know. I mean, I'm talking about thousands and thousands of dollars if you want to, but that all depends on your tax strategy, right? So, 
what are you trying to show? Are you trying to show a lot of losses on the business or are you trying to show a lot of income on the business? Right? Because if you, if you depreciate too fast, then you're going to hurt your financial statement, not to make it too geeky, but if you're trying to get a loan for, you know, business expansion, they're going to be like, hey, you're not making any money. You know, you got all this depreciation on your tax returns, so. Gotta be careful with that. I just I just want to pretend like it's 1776 and, and I don't want to pay any fucking taxes. <laughs> so I, that's I, what I want my books no, to look no, like is I where a, I don't have to pay taxes. Minute. I have a tax question. Um, does this whole tax like you have two master's degrees? So does this whole like tax talk work on your wife? I mean, you have three kids. You can be you can tell me the truth. Is she like, ooh, tell me about my deductions, baby? You take all 1040 <laughs> of that. <laughs> Tell me about depreciation. Yeah, you should, you should hear about the pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work my hair at all. Oh, <laughs> wah, wah, sorry. <laughs> all, no, she you know, talk all, about... she cares about, all she cares about is uh, what, what kind of uh, fat trip we're going to go on or, you know, what kind of brand uh, purse I'm going to buy her or whatever, you know. She knows if it's a good year for me, she's going to get a lot of gifts. So you said earlier, but off off camera about you being at a nuclear plant like Homer Simpson. So is she, does she look like Marge? She have the hair no. and a whole yeah. beehive. Looks a lot better. Looks so, a lot better than Marge. Good. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, you said that. That's a compliment. Good for you, man. I, so, I definitely married up. Did you? Good for oh, you. so did I. Good, good for us dudes marrying up. Well, JD got, that no, so that's not what happened. JD got me when I was young. That's how this worked. <laughs> I waited until she was legal and then groomed her. Wow. <laughs> no, so so my wife and I, we, we married a, a lot later. I mean, I was, so I was 31. I had already done fucking around and stuff, you know, and, and then my wife was 25. So, so, so you were in the Navy and, and I'm assuming since you were a nuke, you were on uh you were, you, you were on a fleet somewhere. So, so yeah, you're on a carrier. carrier. So you made port all over the fucking world. Yeah. Are there uh, little Tinos running around in <gasps> other countries before you like got married? Is a half Filipino Tino or like a half Filipino Tino? <laughs> That's Filipino a shirt. Tino. Oh, you're going to have to get that shirt now. Filipino Tino. Filipino Tino. <laughs> Should I hope not? <laughs> no guarantees, though, huh? Good for you, man. Good for you. Which, uh, <laughs> uh, which carrier were you on? I was on the Ronald Reagan. Wrong oh hey! When I was uh, thirteen or fourteen, I got to do a tiger cruise from uh, Hawaii to San Diego on the Carl Vincent. Oh yeah, it was uh, seven days that I got to ride on this aircraft carrier. All uh, paid expenses. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I I actually had to uh, I had to work a summer job to uh, pay because it was like a hundred and something bucks, and in yeah. 1993, 1994, something like that, a hundred bucks to a thirteen year old—that's a lot of fucking money. It was like one hundred and fifteen, yeah, I think, is. is what it was. And I gave saxophone lessons to uh, a friend's son to uh, uh, earn the money. But it was a seven-day trip. And in those seven days is when I decided I would never join the goddamn Navy. Yeah, his knees have been knobby ever since. Yeah, because the fucking knee knockers. Yeah, knee knockers and non-skid. It took me less than 24 hours to find out why both were called what they're called. Um, We were throwing the football on the flight deck, and I tripped over. I don't know what they're called, but the, the holes where you chain down the jets and shit. Uh, the little eye holes. I tripped on one of those and then came to a screeching halt on my forearms on that non-skid. Yeah. yeah. It that was, just uh, means you gotta pick up your fucking feet when you're walking. <laughs> I was running. His, well, in his defense, he was really short until like probably his senior year of high school. So his foot to body ratio was probably a little askew oh, yeah. at I, the time. I had land yachts for feet and, and I was I was five it's foot like tall my freshman year. A puppy, you know, they grow into their paws. That's how he was. Yeah. He had big old feet and like no body. <laughs> like clown feet. Right? Yes, yeah, but, exactly. Um uh, my sponsor was Half my sister's. Bozo. My my sponsor for the for the uh, Tiger Cruise was my sister's first husband, who was an F eighteen pilot. So I was fortunate enough to stay in the uh, officers' quarters, but oh, got I got to I got to walk through and see um, um, what 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 do y'all call the the barracks on on the boat? The enlisted birthing. Birthing, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. I got to see that. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so we call them six packs because you know you have three beds and three three bunk beds and three bunk beds and yeah, man. And when you have about this far wide to walk through there, and my, my dad, I took my dad on the Tiger Cruise the last the last time I went out to sea, 
And and he did the same thing as you did from Hawaii back to San Diego. And that was, you know, six nights paid paid vacation, right? And uh, but I, I had to stick him in the in the bottom bunk because there was no way in hell he was gonna get in the middle one. And uh, so uh, yeah, he, he got the short end of that stick because he had to stay enlisted Burley with me. <laughs> So I, uh, with you being on boats, I'm sure you know exactly what the answer to this question is. But I want to let her answer. Oh, no, no, no. And why? I'm going to answer. And you you tell us how we're right or wrong or indifferent with your personal experience of being on the boat. I'm scared. So you said it's, it's it's three bunk. It's it's yeah. a triple bunk bed. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. just two. So it's one, yeah. two, and three. Yeah. Would you rather be top, middle, or bottom bunk and Why? Me personally, yeah, you and you answer. I want to answer, and then we're gonna get his input from actually experiencing that. Okay, I would say top bunk because I don't want someone to fart and me be below them. <laughs> so I'm gonna say top bunk. <laughs> what about you, baby? I want to say top bunk, but for a completely different reason. What's your reason? My reason for top bunk is if I was in the bottom or middle, then somebody's gonna be stepping on my shit to get to their bunk you know, every but there time. Is something to be said about the bottom bunk where if you roll off you're rolling right to the ground as opposed to ha, 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 you know <laughs> just saying yeah i just wouldn't want people stepping on my shit to get to the top because i don't as, if, if i remember correct there's no ladders or anything right it's just bunks and lockers well, there's, right there's stepping holes they're stepping like i don't know what it's like on the new carriers but i know on, on the ronald reagan there's a there's like a little red there's a, a thing where you could put your foot in and it's a piece of metal that kind of hangs below so you're not you're not actually stepping your on someone's foot on on your bunk, right? And your on your uh, cover sheets or whatever, you know. But I'd rather be not I was in the middle. In the middle or bottom right? would be the best ones too, as far as that's concerned. Because you know, being on the top, like uh, you're exposed all above. So yeah, you might get the cooler air, but you're always going to get the 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 ambient sound of people just. Oh, that doesn't. Shit and, I don't uh, actually. I don't think that would bother the me. ambient sound of you people know, jerking off in the bunk this. below them. I I'm a medical <laughs> professional, and I will say this: back in the day, the Navy used to coat their pipes in asbestos piping, and the people that we've seen with the worst asbestosis and scarcoidosis were actually the top bunk people because as the boat would rock or bang against something, it would rain asbestos on those top bunks. So they are fucking sick now so just so y'all are aware they they stopped doing that a long time ago but just so y'all are aware those those navy boys are sensitive though they well, don't like the term boat it, it's oh, a ship it's not a sword it's a okay anyway so uh <laughs> facebook user i know jay hates when i bring up facebook user says oh i bet you saw a lot of semen on that trip thank you for being obvious facebook user thank so you. as a reminder if you are just now tuning in and you are commenting please go to streamyard.com facebook give them permission so that we can see your name because otherwise if you didn't do it all we see is facebook user some people just prefer and, us to not see their name post- yeah pogo no, they don't want you to call them out that's called accountability yeah. you anonymous bitches um, senior pussy pants can you please go to Facebook uh, or what is it? <laughs> Streamyard.com slash Facebook. There you go. Whatever the fuck JD said. Thank you. Man. So, did he see semen? Yes, you spelled it wrong. <laughs> oh, it's Sneath. <laughs> Sneath, we got to talk offline because we got to see if y'all are coming down for Halloween. And we haven't come to visit y'all yet. We've got to come see Wait. that pool of yours. It's a hot tub. It's a hot tub? So, here's, a, here's a fun fact. I thought it was. So, a lot of people. Yes, uh, sir. You know, there's a lot of uh, people leaving California for other states because they think that uh, they're going to be taxed less. And in many cases, they are, uh, but not if they move yes. to Texas. <laughs> and so there's always uh, this, this friendly rivalry with Texas and California, I feel, especially in the military circles. Uh, but uh, I was reading a, an interesting article the other day, and then I actually listened to it on a podcast, too, from uh, really, really reputable you know, tax sources. And uh, and I couldn't believe it. And I actually had to go, you know, you know, trust it, but verify it as well. And uh, actually, tax if, uh, if you take uh, all the taxes combined, uh, some people in Texas, depending on where you live at in Texas, are actually taxed higher than what you would be in California. Which I thought that was kind of interesting. And fun, and huh. fun, fun. Well, I know our property taxes in Texas are really high, at least in this part of Texas, um, for sure. But we don't have. Um, we don't have state income tax, but but our property taxes. I know there's there are there are states that have state income taxes where you have to pay income tax 
on top of the federal income tax. Oh wow! And yeah. but like since California. I mean every 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 state's going to get their money from you one way or another via sales tax, fuel taxes, um, I, property look, tax. Look, I'm really smart about things I know, <laughs> and I'm not so smart about the things I don't. But I know property taxes, taxes have made it to where our escrow is as much as our mortgage. But I'm smart enough to know that I need people like Tino to tell me how to do my gosh darn taxes. I'm not going to yeah. try it on my oh, own. Yeah. I'm I'm not. I'm smart enough to know I'm not smart enough to do my fucking taxes. So. Yeah, I think. I was I was probably 30 when I'm like, yeah, we're not going to use uh, those Walmart kiosks with the with the quote unquote tax pros Asian. anymore. Oh, am I not supposed to say their names? Yeah, we're not going to say their name. H and R Block sucks. Because <laughs> because so, I don't want to get sued because H and R H and R Block sucks. So you're like the tax guy for the Navy, is that right? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> not okay, what do no. you do for the Navy? You said then. Uh, I'm an auditor for the Navy. Like tax auditor or, no, or like auditing what? Like financial auditor. Nice. Like, like I make sure I make sure that there's no fraud going on with the transactions that we're doing. You guys have heard of the Fat Leonard scandal? No, please please tell us all about it. And yeah, put all that. the juicy details in there, too. He just got released. Not, I mean, anybody that's buying the Navy probably knows about Fat Leonard, but uh, he, he a lot of people were indicted, and they're still doing investigations. Uh, but there was a lot of fraud involving uh, uh, his uh, Marine company that they do uh, husbanding services for the Navy around the world. Not anymore, obviously, but, um, but what we do... I just do uh, making sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, making sure we have all our paperwork in order uh, so that when we do our financial statement audit, uh, we can pass. So, so right now, you, we're so on are you order. having to go like line, th line by line through financials and be like, okay, why did y'all go out to eat this tonight? Was well, this not, not, not quite like that, uh, but it's, you know, it, it is a statistical uh, so percentage of the transactions that we do. Awesome. So you just make sure they don't get like sued or something because they fudged up their taxes in some way. No, we just we just make sure that that um, no, it has nothing to do with taxes. It has everything to do with the things that we buy from private industry. So we I work at a maintenance uh, facility where we repair ships. So we buy a lot of stuff from the private industry. We buy uh, nuts and bolts and valves and, and uh, contract services. So all those things that we're paying the contractors, we got to make sure that they're paid correctly, and uh, you know, paid uh, for the work that they're doing. So, so Mark brings Mark, up a, Mark, a great. Mark's got a few. He's got does that cover five thousand dollars toilet seats, and then he said seven thousand dollars bolts and twelve hundred dollars grease gun. So do you deal a lot I mean, with no, that with uh, with, with companies that that overcharge because it is government contracts? Like, oh, I know I'm going to get paid, so I might as well just Valid. hike up the price because we we've seen it, we've all seen it in the news, we've all seen it. Uh, and per, right. anyways, so those, the are, military, those are extreme no. cases because I, I, there's times when I when I've bought stuff for the government and it's definitely been a lot cheaper than I can get on Amazon. In fact, I, I, hey, I that's cool. You know, regularly try to source it from different places, and a lot of times the uh, the government vendors that we have, right, there's some small mom and pop shops. You know, like let's say for example, I wanted to get uh, you know 500 hats for for um, uh, command ball caps, right? For, I know a guy. You know, he knows a guy about hats. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, that's why I bring it up, right? So, like, if I wanted to do business with you, I, I would show you how to go and get registered with everybody and get on the right list so that I can pick your business from a long list of businesses to buy, you know, basically keeping with the Buy American Act. And so, mm -hmm. so obviously, you have to make a living. And, and uh, if you're going to charge me, $75 for a hat, you're probably not going to get picked. Got but it. if you're charging $35 a hat, that's probably more expensive than you would can get, can get one. And then, but you're doing 500 of them, you know, then it kind of adds up. But to the point of, you know, the $700 toilet seats and that kind of stuff, it just depends on the need for that piece and how difficult it is to procure it. Because sometimes some things are, are long lead time and it takes a while to, you know, I mean, you know, you know how it is. You might have an order for 7,000 hats, but then you also have your other customers. And so, you know, you're going so, to have uh, to take them on back order. Have you ever ordered anything for the Navy on Wish? Oh, <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got to take a pause.
just to talk about this beer. I'm getting used to it. It is definitely eight percent because it. I am. It? it just came. It just came and slapped me. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I can feel I it. I feel as though I've drank alcohol, and it's and only been 45 minutes. I don't give a fuck what it tastes like anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good because I don't think it tastes. I don't think I think it. I'm not good, drunk, but, but yeah. it's just it's very rare that I can feel the effects after a beer. No, I definitely feel it, but I just don't give a fuck about it. It's like uh, taking like one of those muscle relaxers. You can still feel the pain. You just care oh, yeah. less about the pain. That's what this beer is. So it's when, a you, when you take a swish of the beer, do you swish it around your mouth or do you just take it to the neck? Sometimes it, both. Both. Yeah, some, okay. sometimes yeah. I'll just shoot it. Sometimes when I'll sip it. Swish it. taking a drink of the beer, I, I swish around my mouth because I want to see what it tastes like. But I also smell it first. I'm yeah. one of those smellers. I have to smell something before I taste it. And I've always no, been I mean, like that. smelling it will ruin it so a then, lot of times. What? Weird. That's part with of the foods. sensation. You eat with your eyes first and then you smell I'm, it. I'm on team cat on this one. Boom! See? No, no. Okay. Aromas definitely help, I but don't if it's a, if it's your first time eating or drinking it, you don't smell it. Yeah. After you after you've ate or drank it, no, and you like it, no, then you smell it, no. Because there's been no. times where I go and I go to eat something and I smell it, my go. No, that's what, and I'm a loud puker, so we don't like that. I think that that's what helps you salivate and helps you digest it better. Is you look at it and you like eat it with your eyes. And then you smell it and then you taste it. And for the first few times, I'm going to like swish it around. Once I know I like it or it's bearable, then I just drink it right down and I'm cool. Well, it's like, what's the, what's, what do you do to a mojito to make it more flavorful? You muddle the mints. No, you, you smash you, the mints. You spank the mint garnish. Go on. You spank it. Just. Go on. Go well, you're thinking on. about that, something else. But that, uh, but why, why did I like internally moan when he spanked his imaginary <laughs> mint? It was weird. I don't but know. When he spanked the mint, uh, it releases, uh, it releases the, 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 the scent, which makes it more flavorful, even though it's got the You're exact same amount of flavor. Yeah, I am for certain things, but there's stuff like, or I'm not, if I don't know if I'm questionable on it, I'm not going to sit there and shove my nose. In it first. Yeah, like, I'm not going to sniff, um, sniff a Budweiser and drink, got... drink it. <laughs> I'm with Cat. Yeah. I'm with Cat. You know, everybody can go fuck That's themselves. Not true, JD. <laughs> you know what? Everybody get fucked. It's that simple. <laughs> Maybe you're just fucking weird. He's also like, once upon a time, this was years ago, y'all, he would tell me, like, why does it? Why you poop so fast? And I was like, you push it out, you go. He goes, no, no, no. You just let gravity take it. And yeah. I'm like, well, that explains why you're in the bathroom for an hour. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pooping is different for dudes. Someone just said it's like pussy. Just saying. So you look at it, you t you smell it, and then you taste it. Okay, that's definitely a smell first. Or you situation. just gulp it down like JD. You didn't tell me who you agreed with, uh, Facebook user. So I'd like to see. Yeah, that's definitely a smell Is first. Is it like slapping you in the forehead and then the cheek and then like you got to be more specific? What? Do you just describe <laughs> a pussy like a penis? Like a pussy what? would slap you in the forehead and the cheek. Why? I could like. <laughs> I don't know. Stop. Wow, that just oh, went really God. sideways. You asked. Wait, 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 wait. It might look good, but smell horrible. You smell it first. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's why you guys tune in each and every week is for this shit right here. Hold on. Hold on. They broke me. It's like ordering <laughs> vagina on Wish. Hold on. I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> eBay vag. I'm fine. Just slightly used. <laughs> Fairly good condition. <laughs> Top bitter or buy it now? <laughs> that, that makes me believe there's some problems down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's high mileage, but it's been treated right. It's all highway miles. Mark, <laughs> you got to lick it before you stick it, buddy. Not only is that a song, it's a life motto. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I want to make a t-shirt for the females. Like, I'm going to say my vagina. High mileage, but it's all highway. No, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> highway mileage is less damaging than city. None of that stop want... and go traffic. No. <laughs> Hi, me again. The only person on this show with a vagina, no woman's going to wear that fucking shirt. No woman. I know. It'll be, no it'll be presents from their husband. <laughs> like, no. hey, babe, I love you. It's not the mileage. It's how it was treated. Looks like. 
like a peach smells like a leech. Oh, good God. <laughs> Mark, you are on fire. I love you. Okay, let's get this shit show back on the track because it's gone horribly, horribly wrong. No, no, there's no recovery. Yeah, there's no recovery. We went from taxes to peaches. Like, I'm just (laughs) There is no riding this ship right now. Nope. Mm -hmm. No, we are not on even keel, and we won't be. (laughs) It's been ruined. It's completely. Just like a high mileage pussy. Wow. It's... Is it is it the mileage that because you always say it's not the years it's the mileage? Oh, that's just my body. <laughs> so that's different from a vagina. Please tell me, elaborate. So before I elaborate, oh no, Facebook user asks. Uh, so how do I not just be Facebook user? Make sure you go to streamyard.com/slash/facebook. Give question. permission to see your name, and then uh, you won't be Facebook user anymore. Anybody have a question for Tino? Yeah, anybody have any tax? tax Yeah, it doesn't have to be tax related, but he is a tax pro. So now is your chance to get a live and honest answer. Are you uh, certified to work on taxes in every state or how how does that work? So there's there's a there's a few states that legislate uh, or regulate their tax preparers. California is one of them. Maryland's another one. Uh, New York is another one, depending on how many your volume. Uh, For the most part, most states don't require you like. any kind of rules or that kind of stuff other than that you're breathing. So it's always good to make sure you check the credentials of your tax pro uh, on top of being uh, so I'm a, what they would call the, uh, there's three main groups that can prepare your taxes. So that's lawyers, uh, CPAs, and enrolled agents. Uh, in California, we also have what they call unenrolled preparers, which is what I am, uh, but I am registered with the state of California. In addition to that, since no states require that to be true, I can prepare pretty much in any state uh, as long as I meet the requirements for that state. So, like, for example, I got clients up in New York. Uh, as long as I don't go over, I think it's 50 clients or 75 clients, they just up the number. Uh, <clears throat> then I don't have to do uh, certain things in New York. All I have to do is register with them. So got this it. basically shows that I'm an out-of-state preparer. So we do have a tax question for Mark, but I'm going to modify it a little. He said at Tino, can you write off strip club visits? I'm going to reword it. How can Mark write yes. off strip How club can visits write for off? his company? Not you, but Mark. How can people? <laughs> hey, if I go to a strip club, I want to write it off too. Oh, you better take my so, brother. So believe me, believe it or not, that before you could write off visits, you know, as part of as a business expense. Uh, it was under the meals and entertainment type stuff. Uh, but that kind of went, well, that did go away. Uh, at least the entertainment part went away uh, when the, uh, the, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act under President Trump, at least until 2025, unless it gets extended or made permanent. Okay, I am, I'm, I'm not a fan of Trump. And Mark said, he took away the strip club right off. So what if you go there to eat the buffet? Well, that, that was, that's where you would get a lot of people like, let's say, for example, uh, we went to a baseball game, you know, and, and I was going to buy the tickets then I could write it off as a, as a marketing expense so I can win you guys over as my clients. Got that it. all went away. I can still take you out to dinner. So Just don't so write it off as entertainment. Well, you probably could for your state if, if it doesn't conform to the IRS rules. But as far as the federal rules go, not, not anymore. Not right now, at least. So Mark and JD obviously want to know, if you went for the buffet, is it still counted as a business lunch? Well, it depends on which buffet you're talking about. If at the strip club, you mean? I know, strip but club buffet buffet. <laughs> I mean, if he's, is he sitting in Sniffer's Row or is he eating from the lunch buffet? Oh, well, hey. Is yes. It the, is it the Rainer's buffet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he tipped the girls, is that a donation, Mark says? <laughs> is it a tax write-off donation? I'm not paying off their student you're loans. You're helping them pay for college, technically. <laughs> so, Oh, but now Biden is paying for their college, so there goes the strippers. Yeah. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> so, hey, you said you were going to make it political. I'm sorry, <laughs> but there goes the strippers. Now it's going to be the ugly ones who are just trying to pay for their kids. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> not, not the nursing school students anymore. Too, right? <laughs> so, you were watching the show last week and, and, and you put in the comments that if we could pronounce your name, that you were going to send us a bottle of tequila. What tequila? So, I was able to pronounce your name. Because I grew up in South Texas, and I know that the J is a H sound, and 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 you know, but do you get to write that off? Uh, actually, I can. 
if I if I, if I send okay, so how do we write off liquor? <laughs> <laughs> if I, I buy it as a marketing expense, right? So there's a there's you know there's there, it's got to be within taste, right? Is it is it ordinary and necessary for the business to operate? Well, we are a podcast, so yeah. Can we write off our <laughs> podcast stuff? We're an alcohol based podcast. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I could, I could. It's one of those things. Like, if you're going to write out, if you're going to ride the fence on, you know, legality and what will stick, uh, it's it's totally up to you. I mean, if you want to fight that battle with the IRS on the off chance that you get audited and they question you and say, "Hey, you bought a, a bottle of tequila and you mailed it to." This person, what is the business relationship? It's like, oh well, you know, I, uh, they have a uh, alcohol-based podcast, and and uh, I'm trying to win <laughs> their business over, and I thought that would grease the skids with a bottle of tequila, and maybe they'll let me do their bookkeeping or something, or the tax return. Uh, and they're like, okay, it's ordinary and necessary for the business to. That's how you win clients, right? Is by buying them, uh, taking yeah. them out to dinner, and, and boozing and schmoozing and boozing. So I need to I do like a GBA it. for for uh, no. for our podcast. That way we can write off all of our weekly booze. Well, again, like it I is said, necessary it's ordinary, for the show. Ordinary and necessary um, for your business to operate. Yes, have, because it is a booze-based show. We have to bring this up. Mark asks, "Cat gets to write off cartons of wine." Um, I'm all about that life. Can I write off cartons of wine, baby? Well, it is ordinary and necessary for our show. <laughs> Oh my if you're God, willing, to make, so if you're many... willing to make that argument, that's that's I'm, on you. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna drink so many cartons of wine. Now. <laughs> I love it. Can, cans of rosé. Cans of rosé. Oh man, yes. I wish I wish Rob was still watching. Classiest. Because he Rob. was the one that turned me on to the the term cans of rosé because his sister was visiting him, and she would drink canned rosé. So I always said box of wine. He always said cans of rosé, and then I found cartons. So. Mm, I love this. I love this show. Man, it's opened my eyes to so many opportunities. Yes. <laughs> and now that I know that it yeah, I'm I'm gonna go pay the $15 at the courthouse to make a DBA for, for this podcast. Oh my gosh, just so we can write off just so I can write off all of our alcohol. We don't make any money on this show. Well, as long as yeah, but then it's all a loss. That's what I'm saying is that there's gotta be, you know, a profit motive for your podcast. And um, if if after so many years there's no profit at all and I mean, like I said, if you want to fight the battle with the IRS and the off chance that it gets audited or whatever, then by all means. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things, right? You, you, you fight for what you believe in. And if you, you feel justified and you feel it's ordinary and necessary for your business to operate, by all means. Heck yeah. Well, in 1776, we fought off the fucking evil Brits for three dollar or three oh percent molasses tax that so, prevented us from making our rum. Tino, so have, yeah, have I believe in not seen... taxing my booze. Stop it. Have you ever seen anyone try to ride off like a tiger or anything weird like that? No, I've I've read about different like you know, obviously you hear about these weird cases, you're like, oh, I gotta look into that. And so you'll read about it, but if um um but yeah, I've never I've never seen that for myself wow, wow. are you kind of disappointed are you like that guy who's like i want to fight for his right to have a tiger and write it off <laughs> <laughs> or are you like fuck that i don't want any part of that tiger <laughs> no no th th there's some things that are I, I know my limits and be like and, and so even with the tax stuff i mean you, you have to recognize that there's like so many tens of thousands of lines of tax code and you can't learn them all Sneath, we can see your name, buddy. Yeah, we can see good, your name finally. Good Sneath. for you, Sneath. Sorry, I had to bring that in. <laughs> so, something I've always wondered. Um, let's oh, just say, just on, just for ease. Oh. Mark, to answer your question, we're under their um, advertisement and promotional funds, so there were. I'm sure they write it off. Yeah. Write off. Yeah. Uh huh. Thank, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's for an expense for them, right? Because they're yeah. advertising with you. Yeah. So exactly. You know, same thing with this. You know, like the time that I'm investing, or you know. If I had to buy special equipment, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to do a lot of, especially, you know, with the, with the pandemic shit going on, uh, there was a lot of stuff that was going on. People were buying technology, software subscriptions, things that were not ordinary and necessary for their business to operate. But now you need it because we're in a pandemic and you can't step out your fucking door. So now you have to think about how you're going to make money with your business. And oh, so, it's like Zoom and Calendly went fucking ape shit. When, yeah, when, it went uh, crazy. You know, I mean, I would never have thought that. I, you know, a lot of people didn't think that they needed 
Zoom or any kind of that kind of services. And people were trying to do it with the, the, the free version and only to find out it wasn't good enough. So they had to start paying for it. And they're like, can I write this up? I was like, yeah, but of course you can. They call it a, a, a marketing expense or software subscription or whatever, you know? Okay. Last uh, question. Okay, so Make it good. let's say hypothetically that, that I hire you to do my taxes. You've been doing all my taxes. I give you all my receipts and, and financials and everything like that. You go through them, you prepare all my tax statements, uh, federal, state, local, everything that's required, right? And I turn them all in. I get audited, and they find some really fucked up shit where it's like, yeah, this is not a legal deduction. This was not done right. Who does the blame legally fall on at that point? Is that you? Is it me? Is it a combination of both of us? Great question. Because as a consumer, you know, I, I, I'm trusting the, the, the I'm trusting what you tell me is to know the difference. Just like Wesley Snipes, his tax guy told him, you don't have to pay taxes because of this, this, and this. And then Wesley Snipes ended up in jail. I don't want to go to jail because I'm trusting you. Yeah, so so that's the thing is you have to you have to know who you're picking and and vet them, first of all. Second of all, uh, ultimately, the taxpayer is on the hook because you're the one that signs that dotted line, saying you attest under penalty of perjury that what's in that tax return oh. is true. However, that comes with a big huge caveat, right? That's why we have certifications. That's why we have you know people. Uh, that's why I would say get somebody that's know what, that knows what they're doing with your specific tax situation, right? Because like I, there's some stuff that I won't touch uh, because I just don't know how to do it, and and I it would not be doing you justice. So, like Wiener, you won't touch Wiener. <laughs> not you not would, you would, baby. I know you. You would do that Wiener justice. <laughs> you see one up close. I know it. I feel it. <laughs> I was young and needed the money. You and it was it. a tax write off. You know it. I know it. And on that note, you better play us out. So, you see one. No, up no, close. I want to let him finish his, his statement. On that note, I mean, if if you feel like you were wronged by by your tax professional or your your quote unquote tax pro, uh, then yeah, you can you can. There's a number of things that you can do. Uh, to protect yourself, uh, you can file a, a complaint with their insurance provider. You can file a complaint, like if, um, at least here in California, you can file a complaint with the California Tax Education Council and because we're bonded to the state. So if you have, it's just like uh, if you hire a handyman that's unlicensed plumber to come and do your plumbing and he fucks it up, who's to blame, you or him? Who's more foolish, the him. fool or the fool who follows kind of situation? Mm. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, so, but if he's licensed, then you can you can lodge a complaint against the state licensing board and say, hey, this plumber did a job. He he did a crappy job. He actually left left my plumbing in the worst condition, and now I have flooding all over my house. So, but yeah, you know, it's just it's one of those things. It's it's, it's just like any other service, right? You got to be careful. Um, get a second opinion. I always say the the money that you spend on a second opinion is going to be really small compared to what you could possibly face. If something bad happened, now, I, we've been fortunate enough to, to uh, deal with good tax people. Um, the guy that used to do our taxes passed away. I found a new one a couple of years ago, and so far he's done me right. We literally but had our lawyer. I have and no clue. He just tells me to sign. Die within eighteen months of each other. So yeah. we're like, fuck. We lost legal counsel and our tax <laughs> counsel within eighteen. They months. both died. Horrible. Yeah, it was awful. I was like, oh man, we're like. Swimming without and it's, and it's, and it sucks for those kinds of people because they kind of let, get left kind of like you guys get left high and dry and you're like, shit, where do I go? I've been using this guy for exactly. years and, and, and I don't know what to do. And you don't even know how to shop for those services. You're like, how do I find another accountant? Because then you go do the shopping. You're like, oh, my God, prices are astronomical. Yeah, they are. Yep. I, I know the last two years, every penny I've spent on our taxes has, has been worth it. It has <laughs> been. Yeah, actually, it's, yeah. it's been good because, like I said, we know our limits, and that's our limit. It's taxes. Yep. But and for you. That is also our limit on time for tonight because you have to go to bed because you have to work early in the morning. It's stupid. And it's even more retarded because you get up an hour early at 4 a.m. to go work out. I got goals. Because you're a fucking glutton for punishment. I got goals, <laughs> and I'm going to reach those freaking goals. You aren't because you don't work out. No, because I'm a fat fucking piece of shit like we covered earlier. But, Tino, thank you for your time. It was awesome having you on the show. Um, this was probably the most professionalist show we've ever totally. had. Totally. Um, I'm scared. But, uh, Tino, don't go anywhere. We're going to as soon as we uh, 
we're going to log off. Um, everybody else, make sure that you can go check out all of our old episodes on YouTube and any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, don't forget to uh, toss that share button salad. And uh, give that like button a rim chop. So. Yeah, and yeah, finger blast it consensually. Consensually. Consensually do it all. But uh, again, guys, if you're planning on going out and drinking, please make sure you find a responsible ride home, Uber, Lyft, taxi cab, or just don't go out at all and drink at the house. It's a lot cheaper, a lot safer. Uh, whatever you're doing, just please, please be safe so we can see you here at the same drink time, same beer channel next week. Uh, we love you guys. Take it easy. Good night. Bye, everybody.